used to be such good friends. Could tell each other anything. Guess it helped that we weren't really each other's types. Then one day, out of nowhere, you said, But I didn't hear you, so I was like, What? And you said, Time to fade out. I just find like three seconds. Oh, damn it. Uh, You're right there, though. Three seconds is, you know, it's really it's an eternity in, in, in podcast in, time. Yeah, in radio years. Imagine three seconds of dead air. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. It was Ooh. so painful. Good bit. Good bit. Um, <laughs> good morning, everybody. Welcome to the uh, the Nooner podcast on the Smiley Co. Internet Radio Network. I'm a host. My name is Marty. I'm a host. My name is Mickey. And um, we played the forget about Woodby's theme again. I was I was glad to see that one come back. You like the you you have a, a Woodby trauma? And no, you, yeah, you just like trying to forget about them. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, wow, I, I really could stand to forget about Woodby's. Uh, are you allergic to Woodby's? Exactly. Do you have a Woodby allergy? So you yeah. have a, a wood. Well, EpiPen? it comes from a wood and a bee allergy, and like when you mix the two together, you need a wood EpiPen. Right, exactly. Mm. It's and but then I'm allergic to the EpiPen itself. Wait, it's where does of, that come from? It's, well, because it's made of wood. Oh, Jesus. Damn it. An anti-wood. Uh, I, I, sorry I killed you, Mickey. It's okay. It, it, it happens a lot. It's a very weird semantic argument that Don't happens. Don't forget about the wood bees. Wait, forget about the wood... Wait, what is it? <laughs> um, you can join us in our really, really witty, <laughs> sharp conversation mm. here. Um, that's zing, at uh, Nooner Podcast on uh, Twitter and the emails and the Gmails and the Tumblers and the Whatsnots and the Whosits. And the... Whatsnots and Whosits, my favorite social media website platforms. Yeah. I Whatsnot you like seven times and you said, I got a flat tire. I, do, I did have a flat tire. I want to tell you how dedicated Mickey is. He He still showed up here. Regardless, right? Nooner Nation. I knew they were counting on me to get here. Uh, yes. Well, I appreciate your dedication. Uh, hello to uh, to Jane and Tyson and uh, Four Eyes. Hello, Four Eyes. Do we? Uh, I uh, is this? Uh, have you tweeted before? Tweet in. Tell us oh, about do yourself. Been, do we have email us? I don't know. Probably oh. not. Probably somebody who's been listening for a long time, uh, but hasn't uh, ever tweeted in. Or maybe you have. And I have a terrible memory. Mm. Uh, I might just stopped caring about you. Well, it's hard. Yes, it's hard <laughs> to keep things in uh, in perspective when the whole world seems to be going to shit. Yes. So you know, like I had that flat tire this morning. And, and w- need we go? Need we go on? I, this is the I, worst I possible pre- eventuality. Oh my, god. oh my god, you poor thing! I know. Um, I did kind of think about it on the way here. I was like, man, I already started off with a crappy morning, and now I have to go make jokes about like genocide, probably <laughs> jokes about genocide. The the, the, the Nooner Slogan story. And the Mickey Bruce That's actually m- mostly me. That's just me. Yeah. I won't put that on Nooner. Well, it hasn't been a... Uh, well, there, there's a hurricane that hit the Irish coast. Oh, fuck. I didn't, didn't, know. didn't know that. Yeah, that hit yesterday. 
uh and you know 120 mile winds and like then the skies of london turn bright orange i don't know if you saw that what? hey darren if you're listening tell us uh, what was the the view like from from you because i guess the the storm was so strong or or the winds were so strong it was pulling up sand from like southern europe and africa so you're getting like sahara sand like dying coloring the the london skyline Oh my god! I mean, it does sound apocalyptic. It really does. <laughs> Holy shit! Yeah, uh, Do but they they don't. I mean, like, I don't know anything. But hurricanes over there are not super common. No, well, no. It, it is it is a the the first time of an occurrence in recent uh, history, I believe, wow. of a hurricane there. And so that yeah, it's a very remarkable. So it is actually just the apocalypse. It the, is the, the apocalypse. And you know, meanwhile, Puerto Rico is still just suffering. Right. People are drinking. You know. Uh, Filthy water, if they can find any water at all, people dying. And then there's the wildfires in Northern California, which is people are like, oh, your parents, okay, it's actually uh, much further north than where my parents are. But in, uh, yes, but I, I know plenty of people out there who have been uh, evacuated. And, um, and it's just terrifying that, like, basically, a side of an area. That's, that's larger than the five boroughs of Manhattan mm. has burned down, and then I've I've heard that the it's because of the wind speed. Is that right? It's the a wind whole combination so of things. So there, it's been very hot and dry recently, mm. and then we had a lot of uh, rain in the spring, which created a lot of vegetation, which gives gives fuel to fire to, ah. to for fire, and then this whipping wind that just appeared and and just was constant. Wow! So yeah. kind of like. I mean, not exactly, but because the drought ended this year, right? And that we now have all this vegetation. Yes, and that is that's some uh, fear every time ah. uh, that there's a, a good, healthy spring, uh, and yeah, and and the uh, like over four, the death toll is over forty people. I think have been um, uh, have been found uh, dead. I believe yeah, forty, and then hundreds are missing. Uh, 3,500 buildings uh, like were destroyed, burned down. Jeez. And yeah, and there was a, yeah, these horrible stories. There was a, a family of four. They were driving uh, away from, you know, they were evacuating. Mm-hmm. And, and one also reason is that uh, the, a lot of the fires, when it first started, hit at night. So people weren't ready. Oh. And so then people were, uh, the, this family of four, they were driving away, but their their car caught on fire. Oh my god! And then they then they had to run, and then well, uh, the son he he perished in the fire, and then like his two sisters or two of the the sister and some two of his other family members were just burned on half their bodies, and and then there's the the couple in their seventies who they were renting a place there, and they were trying to outrun the fire, mm. and then they realized that they couldn't escape the fire. So they went back to their home, jumped in the pool to wait out the fire. Uh, yeah, it's not a, a. I mean, did it, that? I can't. That doesn't work, right? Well, it, it it works in that the the water don't burn, but it's bad because the smoke is so heavy. Right. So the the uh, wife, she, they were standing in the pool overnight, and the wife, uh, she died of, I believe, of smoke inhalation. That's and the husband lived. Yeah, it's so that just it was so tragic to hear. Just like, and this is like in a a very modern, populous like like place. Like, mm-hmm. how does this happen? You know, 
that something can be so um, pernicious that, that, but you look at these neighborhoods, they don't look like they're like living in like dry brush. They're right. just like, they're just neighborhoods. Exactly. Just, but then yeah. can happen, can happen anywhere. I know. And in mm-hmm. fact, when I went running this morning, I saw that the Mount Wilson, right, uh, which is one of the taller peaks nearby mm-hmm. is on fire right now. So, jeez. Um, yes, it, it doesn't. We are aren't in danger where we are broadcasting, but and there are not that many homes nearby there. But it it is. Uh, it and we is, had the the fire what two months ago now in in on the other side of oh, the hill in Burbank. Oh, that's right. Yeah. In, uh, what was it in uh, Latuna Canyon? Uh huh. So yeah. So just, you you saw all that? Yeah, um, that was that was a terrifying experience because it was like a ring of fire up on the up on the. What do you call it? The crest of the hill? Is that it? Crest? Uh, sure. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So yeah, fire is a terrifying concept yeah. to me. And um, in some ways more scary than hurricanes to me because I've lived through hurricanes and it's like, yeah, wind and rain. Like that, I, I know what that's like, but like right. fire <laughs> sounds terrible. You can take rain in the chest. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. It's not going to But But of course, the flooding flooding can be incredibly um, yeah. uh, deadly. And then Trump barely has tweeted about uh, or, or men- made mention of the wildfire. He, he made uh, a brief statement yesterday in a, a crazy weird press conference and uh, because he's too busy talking about football... Oh right! And is that still taking a knee? Yeah, that's still, still a, a thing? thing. It's still a fucking thing. Somebody tweeted a picture of a guy, uh, a New York Jets fan, who's wearing a "I stand for the national anthem" shirt, and he was sitting on an American flag. Yes, that's a great picture. That was great, and he was like not just sitting; he was like lounging. Yeah. on it, which is was like a like a beach blank. Uh, uh, oh, I I want to know who that person is, but to uh, shake his hand. <laughs> yeah, uh, and I mean, because he doesn't understand irony, the poor guy. <laughs> Well, or maybe he was making a statement. Yeah, uh, I don't think so. It seems I, I like that would so. be the weirdest statement. I, yeah. Uh, it is this this weird sort of uh myopic nationalism of like you can't you can't do something that pisses me off, but I I'm the mm. true patriot as I wipe my ass with the, you know, right. I fart into the American flag. Like <laughs> like this uh, weird symbolism. I mean the flag is <laughs> I wish he'd been eating something like fart inducing in that moment. Like yeah. if he was eating like a lot of cheese uh-huh. or something like that, that would have been, that would have made that picture even more beautiful. Uh, Joshua Boyle was kidnapped by uh, a Taliban link group in Afghanistan five years ago. He and his, his wife. Mm. Um, and they were, uh, he's Canadian, but he was kept in captivity and um, I think he was doing humanitarian work there. And they even had two kids while they were, uh, while they were in captivity. Um, and they had another child as well. And they were just stuck in the mountains of Af- Afghanistan, um, and, but then were recently rescued mm. um, or released. I don't know quite know the, the, uh, the details, but... The crazy thing is they had heard that Donald Trump was president and they didn't believe it. They thought that they were just being fucked with by the Taliban. Uh, oh, no. <laughs> and they come back. Uh, can you imagine? Uh, just like, this yeah, is what you come yeah, back to. And you'd be like, uh, hey, Taliban, uh, <laughs> God, you know, uh, wasn't so bad back there. Well, oh. uh, obviously, that's a 
joke, <laughs> just to be sure. But I just wanted to just yeah. go through just a, a just a very small laundry list. And if you if you have other things you want to add that that you haven't seen in the news, um, but uh, are that um, bother you about this administration that they've done. Oh, okay, very quickly. Uh, Darren says the sky was red here, then hazily overcast for the rest of the day. That must have been eerie. Yeah, and in Portsmouth, spooky. where Jadelin is, it's an eerie yellowish orange here. Um, Man, spooky. And then my levels keep going on and down because, as Evan says, it's a comedy podcast. Oh, Evan, <laughs> are you safe up there? You're you're not. Are you in the affected area? You're not that close, are you? My California geography is terrible. Um. So there is, like, I, I have yet to pick out anything good that the administration has done. Uh, so the, Scott Pruitt, the head of the EPA, he has published new guidelines that will change the supposed safe levels from uh, radiation from, uh, or, or just if there's a nuclear power plant, safe radiation levels to 10 times what they currently are, you know, or were under Obama. He's like, nah, you know what? People can handle 10 times more radiation. He's just really, he's like real psyched about mutants. He's yeah. Very, he he's wants, just trying to get us there. He wants his own Blinky. Uh-huh. Uh, that's... Blinky the ghost from Pac-Man? N- no. Let's um, uh, see. I'm, am I so old that you don't get a Simpsons reference? I made a Pac-Man reference. I feel like that's older. Fair enough. Fair enough. But but, but I... No, I... I it's, Hey guys, I don't know anything about The Simpsons. I'm very sorry. Oh my god, <laughs> get out of here! What don't you? What you don't? You never caught into The Simpsons? No, well, I wasn't when I was but a wee lad. My my parents didn't allow me to watch it. And oh. then when I when I got to high school, Family yeah, that, Guy was the animation of Vogue. How'd that work out? Uh, and that's why I'm as funny as I am today. I learned I learned everything I know about comedy yeah. from Seth MacFarlane. Just little cutaways. That's yep. what you do. All I do is and nobody cut- knows what you're doing. Like, <laughs> you're just like just a total non sequitur. All I do are cutaways and make shows about Star Trek or whatever. Yeah, you just say everything with uh, like that time when I, and then you get really quiet. As something goes on in your brain that is so funny. Uh, so, on top of that, Scott Pruitt is also trying to um, eliminate a mechanism that uh, that makes that allows environmental groups to sue the EPA uh, and and also collect legal fees. and And he's like somebody who has sued the EPA when they were pro environment like a half a dozen times and, and now that they're pro mutants he's like nobody can sue this anymore yeah it's like hey i will i will superpower you with my you know three eyes and uh, cool. yeah yeah he's uh, gonna have like a bunch of creatures from the black lagoons this is legal team yes uh, <laughs> can we approach the bench <laughs> yeah no no okay all right fine in favor of the epa um, <laughs> yeah and it, he has all the his his uh, oil and gas and nuclear and coal cronies on speed dial. So mm. he wants to make sure that they get everything they want because they are now getting have the keys to the castle. Meanwhile, he's trying to gum up the works for anybody who who opposes them. Right. Uh, it's just it, it's just maddening. I mean, it's the Environmental Protection Agency, and there's just no interest at all in right. doing that. Uh, that's the Environmental Profit Agency. Am I right, everybody? Am I right? Come on. Come on. I can't tell anybody to cut his mic. <laughs> you have the power to I, uh, cut my mic. But there's another one here. I'll just use that. <laughs> you fool. 
Um, I'm driving the podcast now. Oh, I, I could I can do the meme thing. Hey, Marty, I'm the captain now. Huh? Okay. Do you get it? All right. So, guys, this is a this is a show about the news. Let's talk about what's going on in the news right now. Um, has anybody read the news this week? I uh, I think I saw uh, something. Uh, Trump did some bad stuff. The EPA. What are they? I. It's bad. <laughs> it's bad news. See, this oh is. Oh my god. Yeah, go ahead. Well, this is the point I've been trying to make all along, is that it's just bad right now. Um, Everything's just bad. It's blood over into this podcast. It's blood over into this podcast. (laughs) No, the podcast is very good. We're the one people that will speak the truth. We're um, We're like the Alex Jones, but for good. Are you saying Alex Jones is for evil? That's it. How dare you? Is, is, that's his actual name, right? For weird. Mm-hmm. Okay. For a second, oh my I was God, like, what's his fucking you name? You know nothing. <laughs> no, I do know things. Okay. I just forget them. Before Tom Price. Do you know who Tom Price was? What his job used to be? Yeah, totally. Tom, he was. He had to make all the prices. He was like, how much should bread oh cost? He was God. like, 250 Jesus Christ. You, are, you can no longer watch Family Guy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I haven't watched Family Guy in about a decade, but it is what made me as stupid as I am today. <laughs> Mission accomplished. There you go. Uh, so he was the Secretary of Health and Human Services, and he resigned because he was uh, caught spending over $800,000 on personal travel okay. or you know, using government planes and private charter planes to, to just go around and have lunch with his son and stuff like that. That wasn't... I mean that's that is bad, but also he has power. So he had put forth this forth this strategic plan to eliminate abortion rights. Oh. Uh, yes, to um, like basically to he made it a mandate to uh, yeah to fight abortion. And so even though he's gone, that plan is still moving forward. Mm. Uh, and that that's bad. Yeah, the shitty, uh, the shitty fucking son lunch guy, right, is over here trying to take away my well, abortion he, rights. That's fucking sucks. Fuck this guy. What was his name again? Son lunch. <laughs> Tom Son lunch. You know, what did he do? You he made had a lunch. joke. You made a joke about Price. Oh yeah, Tom Price. Oh, Call back. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I. W- I- did you have, I had a like, flat tire this morning, yeah, you yeah. guys. I'm off my game. Were you like sucking down the fix-it yeah. flat? <laughs> Pretty much. I think I just got exposed to too many chemicals at the car place. Um, Betsy DuVos, do you know who she is? Yeah, that's the shitty uh, school lady. The shitty school lady. Yeah, yeah. This, this She wants to make everything lady. bad with schools. Yes. So she <laughs> has put into um, a new guidance into the Title IX protections, which are like basically these... Uh, the colleges get get federal funding through Title IX, and mm-hmm. so they have to follow these certain rules, including ones that uh, cover everything from uh, women's sports to to how they deal with sexual assault. And so, the current standard for sexual assault is a preponderance of evidence, and she changed that uh, that level of evidence to clear and convincing evidence. So preponderance versus clear and convincing. It's a lighter standard Mm. and it will result in basically she said that the system was unfair to the the accusees. Mm. That it was too easy to accuse people, to accuse men of 
of sexual assault and rape. Uh, so uh, she's going to make it harder to prosecute sexual uh, right. offenders. And it was already, as I understand it, pretty difficult to do so. It wasn't just, it wasn't guilty until proven innocent. It was a preponderance right. of evidence. That okay. That is a, a fair, fair. reasonable, that, that is what they use in courts. Okay. The preponderance of evidence. So, uh, meanwhile, uh, Elaine Chow, who is Mitch McConnell's wife and the secretary of... Hmm. Just take a guess. Agriculture. Transportation. Okay, look. I said a real thing, though. <laughs> yes, you said a thing that is a thing. Can we all acknowledge for a minute that I know at least one department of the <laughs> of the federal government? Uh, you're almost as good as, uh, you know, what's his name? The Secretary of Energy. Oh, oh, you don't know somebody's name. Hmm. Yeah. What's going on now? Oh, oh, Mickey knows so much. What's up, everybody? Um, his name's probably fucking Tom Sparks. Or some shit. Secretary of the Energy. Or no, um, Sammy Sparks. No. That way it's an alliteration. It's, uh, Rick, what's his name? Oh, yeah. Rick, uh, Rick Roll. Rick. <laughs> Rick. <laughs> uh, anyhow, Elaine Chow, she was, she was instrumental in rescinding the infrastructure guidelines that would require new bridges, roads, and buildings, uh, government buildings to withstand extreme flooding. Mm. And, of course, that happened in August before multiple hurricane damage struck Several states. But of course, we don't remember it because Colin Kaepernick took a knee forever ago. Yeah. And the new, you look in the news, that's, they're still fucking talking about it. Who gives a fuck about the national anthem and whether you kneel or stand? I mean, it's just a yeah. fucking song. It's, it, it's, uh, it, it, it makes me so mad. Um, yeah. It's, it's much more, um, I lost a train of thought. Wow, this is a rough one for me. I no, apologize. no, no. You're doing great. You're doing great. Uh, yeah, so um, then there's Steve Mnuchin, who's the, the fuck mod oh, yeah. Secretary of Treasury. And we talked about his pushing of this regressive tax plan that will give all the benefits to the wealthy. But we talked about that. Right. But he's also doing like something as simple as, you know, uh, President Obama unveiled like this plan to put Harriet Tubman on the $20 bill. Mm -hmm and take off the genocidal slave-owning Andrew Jackson off of the $20 bill. Right. Or, or share. I think they're both going to be on the $20 bill. At the same, like, will it be like a... No, I think it'll or? be one or the other. Oh, I, okay. I could look it up. I've got the article right in front of me, but then, I, I, then I'd leave the mic to you, and then yeah, all and hell then would break would loose. I would be over here naming, making up cool nicknames for all the guys in the... Uh, and it's probably mostly guys in the government right now. Yeah, be but... Like, Secretary of the News would be um, Jim Headlines <laughs> or Henry Headlines. Yeah, Hank Headlines. Okay, Secretary of Agriculture. So Frank no, Farm. Don't let me finish this fucking point. <laughs> Mnuchin like won't deal with this. He won't. Mm. He won't say whether he's going to put, proceed with the plans to put a black person, a person of color, a woman mm. on a twenty dollar bill. He's like, oh, uh, what I'm really concerned about is counterfeiting, and wh whoever's face is on it, we just mean need to make sure that it that we do it, we have sure. protect our currency. Fuck you, just like like, and so as much as I was just shitting on the symbol of the national anthem, mm. I think symbols do have value, of course, sure. but like we do we need to like put them in perspective. You know, if you're gonna sh say that you stand for the flag, don't sit on the flag, and like yeah. you know. And or sit on the flag, and 
And well, and I think it's also like a question with the national anthem thing. It's a question of what are you valuing about the national anthem specifically? Right. Like, right. Is it just that you don't like that black people are doing something you don't like? Right. Um, and for and it seems a core freedom of what the national anthem would be symbolic of if or at least the idea of America would be symbolic of would be the right to be like, wait a minute, something bad is happening. We need to be able to draw attention to it anyway. Yeah. Yeah. And so having uh, money or money have uh, a symbol of of uh, progression and 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 uh the abolition of slavery and to celebrate women and people of color, like what a great opportunity that is. Mm -hmm. And for, for them to not embrace that, and especially since it was already put into place before, like, like they wouldn't have to take responsibility for it, but they still won't go through with it. Right. And it, it's those little things like, okay, so maybe the healthcare plan uh, or Obamacare wasn't repealed. Uh, yet, and maybe the tax reform won't go through. But as all these things are happening, and as he's talking about uh, people taking a knee, or whether we're going to celebrate or say Merry Christmas or not, all this little shit is happening under the radar. Yeah, and uh, and then Ben Carson was grilled yesterday for um, cutting um, HUD, you know, which is the Housing right. and Urban Development um, that money, uh, which goes to the poor mm-hmm. and. All these things are happening, and we have to be like we have to address them. We have to bring put light on them. We have to then deal with the mess that's going to be left over after four years. But this shit is happening constantly. Comedy podcast. Don't forget. uh, But fuck this presidency. And we must remain vigilant, even if. And I've been really good about not being anti-Trump for the past few weeks. Uh, just solely, but that was my little um, little Trump rant. Oh, yeah. so, fuck Trump. Fuck Trump. Fuck his cabinet. Uh, All of them. Even even Sally Sparks in the energy department. No, no, that's that's Rick Perry. Rick Perry department. Oh, Rick Perry's. Oh, yeah. Oh, Jane just came in with the Perry. Yes. Uh, God. I didn't know we gave Rick Perry a job anymore. I know. I, I would. I assume that guy was homeless, and he was the one who wanted to get rid of the Department of Energy. Oh um, man! Yeah. So it's just it's fucking crazy, and he's the one who couldn't name three, the three. Uh, oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah. yeah. Oh. See, he, oh my God, Mickey remembered something. I did. Well, because it was so funny. <laughs> yeah. And also fucked up now. <laughs> yeah. So. It's amazing how those funny things in the moment can turn fucked up whenever they become in charge of the Department of Energy. Quick check-in. How have you been? I've been all right, except yeah. for the flat tire. I've been pretty good. Yeah. I started taking uh, kickboxing this oh, week. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Did um, you did you uh, show Cassandra some, some righteous foot ju- kick justice? We actually haven't had the same, because we, we're on opposite kickboxing schedules. She'll go at night and I'll go in the morning because I work and go to school at night. Right. Which is just, you know, it's it's good though because it makes me wake up in the morning. I had no problems waking up today uh, for the pod, for for nooner. Uh huh. Normally, it's it's quite the struggle for young Mickey, but today I was just like up and about, like a little uh, like a little squirrel. Oh, squirreling away my 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 time. Your nuts. <laughs> squirreling away my nuts. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what's happening. <laughs> I um yeah I, fi- I find 
I just found out recently that if you don't like drink a ton before the, you know, at night, you can wake up and and be refreshed and and get shit done. Yeah, but then it's impossible to fall asleep, um, like because then all of the thoughts about how everything's dying in the world I know. just creep into I your mind. It was really hard to get to sleep, but then the quality of sleep was better. Mm, so that's good. Yeah, that was very good. And uh, so school's going well. You're you're kick. You're killing yeah, it. Yeah, it's cool. School's great. Making it's, pals. Yeah, making so many pals. At one of my pals, actually, uh, he's asked me to take him under his wing about how to produce a live comedy event. Oh, so having just done one, yeah, yeah, yeah I've done, I've done a couple, and you know, I was like, yeah, I can help you out with that. Like, I've got gave him some tips. Uh huh. So I'll keep you guys abreast of that information. I think he wants to put it up at IO. So, uh huh. Or IO West, excuse me. What did you first say? I O just oh, I. It's yeah. it's actually West, right? Because we are West of I guess Chicago is where the that's Improv Olympic. For Improv Olympic. I'm so sorry. No, no, no. Uh, do, do you see shows there? Uh, I've seen a few shows there. I haven't. Man, I I don't see anything anymore. Yeah. Night job, school, everything's everything happens at night. And you you didn't see any movies or anything? Oh, actually, well, first of all, okay. Excuse him while he whips this out. Oh, he um, got his movie capacity. Oh. oh, very good. I'll tweet out a picture of it. Actually, yeah, without the, I guess it's got credit card information yeah. on it. Uh, um, and and you used it? I did. I used it uh, to see Blade Runner twenty forty nine. And and I actually really like Blade Runner twenty forty. I thought I was gonna hate it because everybody liked it, and so I, I was didn't just, like it. Oh yeah, you well, and you didn't like it, and I was like, well, Marty's a smart guy. Well, like, I slept it through it. That's why. But I gotta say, like, I kind of, I had like a very specific like thing that I liked about it the whole way through. That's kind of a spoiler to talk that about. Dreamy fellow. Well, obviously that dreamy fellow. Uh-huh. Everybody was excited about the dreamy fellow. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it's basically um, with Ryan Gosling in it. It's basically, and someone else I saw made this comparison, but it's that movie where he's in love with the sex doll. Yeah, Lars and the Real Lars Girl. Lars and the Real Girl, thank you. Yeah, it's basically just that over again. Like, that was the thing I enjoyed about it were the Lars and the Real Girl parts. Oh. And I also see. all the shots of just, like, it's raining and look at all the things. Yeah, it looks, this guy looks like London yesterday. Yeah. Just like all orange and shit. If you want to look at, like, a lot of buildings in a world that doesn't exist and it's raining, you should go see this movie. It's got that in spades. Yeah, it uh, it definitely is a beautifully realized world yeah. with no Asian people. That's true. Um, yeah, there's not even a single one. man. There really aren't. There's no Latino it's, people either. Fuck, fuck that movie. <laughs> fuck Fair that enough. movie. Except for Ed, Edward James almost. Um, oh yeah, Edward James. Yeah, he was but in there only for because like he was in the half a scene. Yeah, yeah, and only because he was in the original movie. Denny uh, Villeneuve is like, do we gotta put that guy in yeah. here? And they're like, yeah, you gotta. Yeah, uh, but you know, I I will see it again. I don't know if I want to give it money. But I'm, you yeah. know, it, I gave it movie pass money, which is like not even real. I oh think. yeah, it's just fake money. Yeah. I don't even know what the movie pass, how that any of that works. Don't tweet me and let me know. I don't, I don't care. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I'm, I'm sorry that I, that came out as rude as it did. But anyway, but um, it, it, I, I think it, it's a very watchable movie. It's a little long, right? It is super long. It's, I mean, the whole like third act part. I was just like, wow, we're still, whew, we're still. This is, whew. I thought like when we came to the. I can't talk about specifics, but when we went to the place and met a certain person, what? That when we went to that to the second location that wasn't Los Angeles anymore, and what was another famous city in America, uh huh, and then found uh, another famous Hollywood actor, okay, 
No, everybody uh, knows that was Harrison be, Ford, isn't oh, it? Oh, that's true. Yeah, it's in the trailer. Yeah. yeah. When we found Harrison Ford, I was like, oh, this is like the end of the movie. And they were going to like set it up for a sequel. Yep. And then it was like, oh, no, there's like an hour of movie yep. left. Just kept on going. You were, and I was like, second glass of wine. Yeah. <laughs> the, the last hour is definitely the most sleepable part, I think. Except for the parts that are Lars and the Real Girly of that last uh-huh. hour. And yeah, that's, those uh, are and still that great. was when I slept the hardest. Mm. Um but uh, I'm. It's a bummer that it's not doing better because I think that it it is worthy of of seeing. Um, sure. And and we want movies of quality to. I th- I think it's a movie of quality. I'll I, say that. Yeah. Know, it's, it's which a, sounds like kind of pretentious, but no. It's it's a well made film. Film. Mm, yes. Uh, do you are you familiar with the Snowman? Is that the one with the posters everywhere? That's like. You could have helped him, Mr. Police. Her. Her, Mr. Police, excuse yeah. me. Uh, yes, it's coming out on Friday, and it has this amazing cast. Charlotte Gainsbourg, uh, Just Kidding Simmons, and oh, yeah. uh, Val Kilmer, Willow. You, okay. are, you are great. Uh, do you know what that's a reference? I have seen Willow. Okay. Not in a long uh, time, but I know, I know the reference. And uh, Toby Jones, and of course, Michael Fassbender and Re- Rebecca Ferguson. It's like based on the Scandinavian novel. The, uh, based on the... Bestseller, best-selling Excuse novel. Excuse you, that's yeah. what the poster says. Yes, it's a best-selling novel. I've read the novel, and it is a trashy book. Yeah. And, I mean, you know, it's like a serial killer thriller. But And this movie has been trashed in the media. Oh. Like, uh, the reviews have not been uh, kind to it. But, um, well, I mean, they've been mediocre to... to uh, Even that part when they time. open up the garage and that guy's head is a snowman? Yeah. Because that's <laughs> pretty great. Yeah. Well, the, I think that, yes, the the gruesome imagery is part um, part and parcel of the genre. You yeah. Know? It's like try to outgross uh, mm-hmm. Silence of the Lambs or, you know, yeah. what, what's, what was the uh, Hannibal where they're eating Ray Liotta's brain? Yeah. I'm I'm not spoiling anything. I'm saving you from watching that piece of shit movie. Just fast forward to the parts where they eat Ray Liotta's when, brain. And they serve him his own brain. Oh, man. Speaking of gross things, I have a gross movie I want to talk about in a minute, but continue okay. your thought. Uh, but my, my whole thing is back in the 80s and, and mid to, to mid 90s, there was like... Like these thrillers, these sort of like uh, dark, sometimes sexy serial killer thrillers. You've got the ones with Ashley Judd, you know, Along Came a Spider, and, uh, and um, you know, they all have like a female, well, you know the ones I'm talking about. Like um, Angelina Jolie was in a couple, that one with... Um, uh, with Denzel Washington, and there was Copycat with Holly Hunter, Sigourney Weaver. Oh, yeah, I know that one. And like half of them like came out on, went straight to video, and then half of them had like maybe $5 million more and, mm-hmm. and in the budget and a better cast. And so then they they would get a theatrical release and make $50 million at the box office or something like that. Yeah. Oh, those were a big thing. Those were a staple. You could mm-hmm. be safely go on a date and see that in a movie theater. And... And they would be, you know, of varying quality. Right. Some of them uh, better than others. And then you get your Silence of the Lambs, which goes on to be an Oscar winner. Yeah. But uh, what happened to that genre of movie? I mean, I, I have to imagine it went the same way as the slasher genre, which is just like, it kind of got wrapped up in nostalgia, I would imagine. Like, it's it's no, it can no longer, you can no longer really have like, 
a pure slasher movie because now every movie that's a slasher movie is about the idea of a slasher movie except for like the ones that are just garbage sequels to the franchises like the every time they have a new texas chainsaw movie or how whatever. dare you that is a national institution right exactly the, the chairman of texas chainsaw tommy texas uh rick perry <laughs> rick perry uh Man, what I wouldn't give for a Texas Chainsaw movie where Rick Perry is Leatherface the whole time. Oh, wow. That'd oh. be a true Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah. Because we'd be massacring his political career. <laughs> I don't know what's happening. <laughs> um, well, or maybe, or maybe also they just ran out of ideas. Because it's like in a whodunit movie, what like about- how many people could it be in the cast? And you're just like, oh, well... That guy make is a big star. Like you know, let's look at this cast, and we can uh, for the snowman. I don't, I can't remember. I don't know who's playing who or what's uh, who, what the story was. It was years ago when I read it, but I'm guessing that okay. So we got Charlotte Gainsbourg. It's not going to be a woman. J.K. Simmons. Uh, I think he's, isn't he like head cop? Okay, I would Mike, imagine Michael, J.K. Simmons. He, sure. Cop. Okay, then here, everybody, here it is. Val Kilmer. Did oh it. yeah. Val Kilmer did it. 100%. 100%. Don't, he's also don't bother. at the point in his career where like he's super psyched to play serial killers, mm-hmm. I feel like. Yeah. And and he's looking like trim and like, mm. you know, uh, malevolent. You're trim. You're looking trim. Um, <laughs> you are great. Oh, what about- <laughs> your ass is great, Val. I don't know who that person is, but they that that is that is Willow. That is <laughs> Willow. Is that is Willow and uh they yeah. <laughs> That's Ass Willow. Uh, Ass Willow, and, and um, they, they work a corner over on uh, Santa Monica and uh, La Brea. Um, <laughs> I don't even remember what I was going to say. <laughs> oh. Well, Val Kilmer. Is it? Well, okay. So all so we figured out that he did it. Yeah, Val Kilmer You're definitely welcome, everybody. killed everyone. Yeah. Um, is it? Wouldn't you say that, like, true, not true crimey, but, like, crime thriller thingies, like Gone Girl and Girl on the Train or whatever, like, those that are still based on, like, best-selling novels, like, I feel like they're kind of in the same... Oh, yeah, I guess so. I guess so. And Gone Girl, that did uh, did very well. And it had a couple of gnarly scenes in it. Yeah. And I guess, yeah, I I liked Gone Girl a lot. And I think, I guess Fincher has been doing that. Yeah. He's been keeping... Oh, yeah, he had Zodiac, uh, too. Yeah, Zodiac is so awesome. And now he's got Mindhunter on on the Netflix. Oh, that's him? Yeah. I just keep seeing it wanting me to watch the trailer, and I'm like, I'm not going to watch trailers, Netflix. Just tell me whenever David Fincher makes a thing. And he made uh, that other show on there, with uh, that one everybody likes that I've never watched, with Kevin Spacey, where he's the president, or a governor? He's He's in the government, and he talks to the camera... Um, and, oh, K-Pax. You're yeah, K-Pax. K-Pax. Okay. He's, he's an alien. Yeah, uh, yeah and he, he's an alien who pays it forward. Right. Uh, <laughs> what's in the box, K-Pax? What's in the box? I love the idea of like alien pay it forward. Like yes. an alien shows up and it's like, it just gives you like, hey, I saw you were low on sugar, so I brought you some. <laughs> pay it forward. And then it gets back in its ship and flies away. <laughs> That would be a TV show I would watch, especially if done by Fincher. What movie, like, what would the movie be about? Would do you think they'd be more interested in the paying it forward or trying to figure out what's happening with these aliens? Exactly. It's a, it's exactly. A, they it's have layers. to answer that question it's, for themselves. Uh, and that's when you really discover character. <laughs> Jane pointed out that Rick Perry was on Dancing with the Stars, and that didn't ruin his political career. And it's reviving Frankie Muniz's. Oh, God. 
I wish Frankie Muniz was the Department of the Agriculture. Which one was he? Energy. Energy. Secretary of Energy. I wish that Frankie Muniz was that. Uh, I, I, and I wish that Rick Perry was dude. No, wait, I can't say well, that. Well, you can't say that. You can't. My bad. Yeah, um, you can feel it deep I in wish. your heart. Clearly, we've <laughs> seen deep in I your heart. <laughs> now, did you watch Malcolm in the Middle growing up? Uh, yeah, here and there. That, like, I watched that show, and I was a full-grown ass, full-ass grown, full-grown ass adult. Yeah, and I was like, <laughs> that dad a is full ass willow. fucking amazing. He, yeah. and like, he was always the best part of that show. And I was like, that guy should get some work. He should he should cook up some meth. And because you thought that it it happened, it happened. It's you're welcome. Secret. You're welcome. Not just uh, to Brian, what's his name? But you're welcome, world. All right, yeah. yeah. And then he got to. What is he doing now? He's doing something. Cranston. He was. He just did LBJ. He's um, got a. I think he, he was did. in that Godzilla movie for like uh, five minutes. Yeah, I like that movie. Don't don't ugh that uh, movie. Snore. I like that. That's the that's the Blade Runner twenty forty nine of oh, Godzilla go. movies where it's just all shots of like half a tail in the rain. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and just like climbing over wreckage, you yeah. know. Um, and then kick asses in it. Nobody cares. What movie were you going to say that you saw that? Or that you oh yeah, to talk I about? saw. Uh, speaking of gnarly movies, I saw Raw. Oh, so this is uh, this is on Netflix right now. Put it in your Halloween queue. Mm, put it in your. I want to watch something nasty queue because it's na- it's a nasty little movie. Yeah, so uh, it's a, a, it's a, a vegan uh, vet- veterinarian. Uh, yeah, so uh, I don't want to spoil too okay, much. Okay, okay. Well, don't but, don't say anything about it. But okay. it, was it was it beyond? The um, it's a very stylistically uh, striking film, right? Despite beyond that and beyond the obvious, like sort of uh, gory bits, yeah. is it a good story? I yeah, I, I mean, it's definitely it's it's, it's very it's like French. Yeah, right? it's French, and it's very French in that like the movie really is about the character and like her journey towards the gross parts and you like it it's i bought it and i i really bought into it i think the the subtitle is journey, journey to, to the, the gross, gross parts <laughs> that was the subtitle for me yeah. as i wa- the midge yeah. and i watched this and i as the gross parts happened i cheered loudly as he groaned did the midge like it the midge liked it he uh, he was i he was prepared for what he was getting into uh-huh um cuz it was like the movie that people i think famously had walked out of cuz it was so gruesome Mm-hmm. Um, but it's uh, it definitely he liked it. Yeah, but, all right, that's good. So you have two movies that you are in concordance with him. Yeah, definitely Blade Runner twenty forty nine. Well, no, he he did not like Blade Runner. A- accordance, accordance. Wait, what is the other movie that he and I agree on? Um, Mother. Oh yeah, we both we both hate Mother and we both like Raw. Instead of going see Mother, just YouTube the part where the baby pees and breaks its neck. Oh, that's on YouTube already. I'm sure. I, it, well, okay. Wait three months for somebody to do a DVD rip, and then YouTube the part where the baby pees and breaks its neck because that's crazy. Um, a couple tweets that came in. Darren pointed out that the president has made over, according to the Independent, um, over 1,300 false claims during his time in office. Mm-hmm. And you know that's that's bad. That we want our president to be have a modicum of of truthfulness I thought you were gonna truthiness. Be like, that's bad we need to push those numbers up oh we need to be getting a 13 million uh no but yeah. <laughs> again i i just get back to the all the things that will exist after all the little things that will yeah. exist after he's out of office whether that's in six months or the three and a half years like it, that's what really uh is gonna 
just be a, a fucking yeah. quagmire. And then he also pointed out that Frankie Muniz can't remember much of Malcolm in the Middle because he was had had those like little brain things. He had a, a traumatic. Uh, he would have these little strokes. And oh, concussions! Yeah, I did not know that about Frankie Muniz. Yeah, so uh, I think it's something he still suffers from. But oh. you know, he poor, poor guy. Yeah. Well, oh, he had nine concussions, and um, yeah. So, um, but I guess it didn't cost him long-term damage. And you know, he's done very well for him. I mean, he made a zillion dollars from that, and then he went yeah. on to become a drummer and a, a band manager. And, and he was in that one Disney Channel original movie where he was in the soapbox derby where uh, he was a kid in a wheelchair. He, he was Cody Banks. He and, was also Cody Banks, yeah. And now he's uh, dancing with the stars. No, wait, he's the star that people are dancing with. Right, now he's dancing with himself. Yes. Uh, Just like that one song wants him to. Were you into Stranger Things? Yeah. So I'm. I've been anticipating the uh the second season of that yeah and my wife has been working on the marketing of that so that's been really cool to to see all the the cool they have all these billboards around la and mm. some of them are uh not interactive but they have got like actual bicycles with lights on them and oh, stuff cool. like that and uh so i watched the show again and i realized like how little attention i paid the first time i watched it and <laughs> i was like oh that happened i'm like oh Oh wait! There, oh, oh wait! She has like some kind of powers, I guess. Whoa! What's all that blood coming out of her nose? Oh my gosh! What uh, is this little demon guy yeah. upside? What? Yeah, it's a. Uh, it's really great. I'm yeah. really. I, I'm. I think that it, it does the perfect blend. And I'm like, I'm saying that nothing that nobody's said. What are you going to say, John Carpenter, Stephen King? Well, there's the John Carpenter theme, there's mm. the Stephen King imagery, uh, you know, walking on the train things, but and all these references from everything from uh you know, Stephen King to to um like oh, I had a whole list of them, but like uh Spielberg would probably be yeah, oh, yeah. in there. Yeah. Like um, ET and uh, with the bicycles and on down the line, but it doesn't get in the way of the story. The, the mm. kitsch part doesn't doesn't take away. Doesn't make you think. There they go doing their thing because you, you're getting yeah. involved in the actual story. And uh, I th- I'm very excited to see what they do with season two. Yeah, I, I dig that show. I think I ve- like when I watched the pilot. I was like, this feels like a show that they just poured everything that they liked into. Yeah, and I was a little bit wary of it at first, but then I watched the whole thing. I was like, actually, this is fucking great. Yeah, all of that shit. Oh, and then the acting is good, and and there's all nice, the little kid actors, all the little kid actors, the teen actors, like good tension between everybody. And I think it, it's it shows you, you know, we talk about um, auteurship. You know, we talked about that, and mm. I think this is a case of collaboration, like because you've got the Duffer Brothers who uh, did not have a huge. Uh, pedigree of, of work right. um, but they came in with a very strong vision and then they hooked up with uh, Sean Levy you know who uh, ha- is a big Hollywood director who did all the the music the night in the museum movies and oh, yeah didn't he direct the one about the robots punching each other with yeah uh, robots punching I think it's called robots punching ro- ro- robot ro- punch ro- ro- robots punching okay robots punching yeah. is very descriptive yeah and uh yeah, and so like you know, I'm real steel. Sorry, um, I think it, that might be what they called it in France, but oh, here right. in the U.S. they called it robots punching. <laughs> oh, real steel. Yeah, uh, 
they and so they bring in a guy like him who who can handle like more these these big productions and they can bring he can bring that vision he's an executive producer as well mm. um but i just i think that well, i'd like to think that it's a, a it's that is a a product of collaboration i yeah. mean every I, every movie is but some i think are just have a much stronger voice of of authorship as like the the new woody allen movie wonder wheel can't wait to see that one oh, i'll geez. bet it's gonna have a hint of nostalgia mm. and of some creepy old man stuff Do you think any too. jazz is gonna play on the soundtrack i don't know but i'll bet it takes place in queens and or brooklyn i'm sorry brooklyn oh yeah probably yeah well does he go to queens i think he goes to queens uh, who knows who knows with that guy um, when he makes Midnight in Paris again, I'll go see another one of his movies. Until then, I don't fucking care. Really? You like Midnight in Paris? I like Midnight in Paris. I couldn't get through it. Yeah? I was just like, I mean, it definitely fucking is... fucking kidding me? Yeah. That's what was my re- reaction to it. I think it's... I was helped by not really caring about Woody Allen. So, like, when he makes a good movie on XN, even though it does all the things that obviously are annoying about him, I was like, oh, yeah, I kind of like this. Um Anyway, sorry. I just want to talk about a, uh, one more thing, and is that uh, Lock and Key is a comic book that was speaking of Stephen King. This was created by co-created by Joe King, um, or no, that's not how he, he goes by Joe Hill. Mm. Uh, and you know, the funny thing is, like he Joe Hill, he when he published his first novel, he's like, I want to do it on my own, so I'm going with the name Joe Hill instead of Joe King, and like he looks exactly like Stephen <laughs> King. Like, if he walks in the door, you're just like, oh, hello, Stephen King Jr. How can I help you? Uh, no, I'm Joe Hill. Excuse me, I think you mean Hill. Okay, Stephen King Jr., we'll publish your book. No, 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 no. Funny I want to do it my way. <laughs> okay, we'll put your face on it. No, 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 no. Don't put my face on it. Put someone else's <laughs> face. Yes, put Joe Hill. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, this was a graphic novel, the, or, or comic book series, that he did with Gabriel Rodriguez. Uh, I guess that's the artist. And you're not familiar with it? I've, no, I've, I, I think I've read some of it. I don't remember it very well. Yeah, it's um, about suck. these kids that grow up or that move into a house that has a bunch of keys in it. And each key uh, has a special power that it confers to the... The, okay. the bearer of the key. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so there's all this sort of teen angst. There's a missing kid. There's, uh, it's, um, it's a really imaginative, crazy uh, uh, comic book. And if you haven't read it, you should read it. It's really, really well done. Um, or you, it also has a great audio book that is okay. not just one, one person reading it. It's all acted out with... Um, Oh. With uh, sound effects and everything like that, and music, and it's really, really well done. That's neat. But um, yeah, but I think that you lose a lot not being able to visualize some of it because, mm. like, well, have a comic book is the art, really. Yeah, and this one has this crazy thing of just that is really hard to visualize, like, mm. so, like getting inside someone's brain what that looks like, mm-hmm. and you're like, okay, when you say it in words, that's one thing, but then you, when you see it, you're like, oh, that's fucking awesome! Like, that's really cool. Uh, and so it's coming out for Hulu and it, re- it was done, developed years ago by Kurtzman and Orsi, you know, do you know them? Mm, they're, no. they're these big name screenplay writer dudes. Kurtzman sounds familiar. I don't know. Yeah. They did like Transformer movies, Spider-Man oh. movies and, um, which Spider-Man, did, uh, Sp- Spider-Man two, oh, amazing oh. Spider-Man two. Um, oh, wow. That one. 
Yeah, and they did like everything from The Island to Mission Impossible 3. Okay. To, like, you know, a bunch of shitty movies, Cowboys and Aliens, um, which, you, by the uh, way... Cowboys and Aliens is not a shitty movie, my I, friend. I do like that movie. <laughs> it is. A sh- I, I will say it's a shitty movie, but I liked it. Do you remember how the Cowboys had to fight the aliens? That's a perfect movie. <laughs> oh, and they wrote the, the first Star Trek movie. Oh, cool. Yeah, so they, they come with a, a yeah. strong a pedigree. pedigree. Yes, strong pedigree. And... Um, so they they originally did it um, years ago with uh, Mark Romanek, uh, who's he, he directed like the Janet Jackson videos. He directed um, was it One Hour Photo with uh, is it the one with Robin Williams, the oh, creepy one? I've never seen that one. I think I've heard of that. Uh, Sorry, everyone. I don't see any. I don't watch things. No, it's a good thing you're in film school. But yeah. anyhow, I'm gonna watch One Hour Photo in film school. Yeah, or maybe sixty minute photo. I forget what it was called. But but. Uh, it, they made a pilot. It was produced, but th- it did not get picked up for series. Mm. Um, this in this day and age, when they just go <laughs> straight to series for a lot of these right. networks. Um, so this will be for Hulu. And for Hulu, I, I, are they even going to do a pilot, or are they just going to? No, do no, no they, yeah. They, they, yeah, they're just going to go right to it. And they yeah. Carlton Cuse of Lost is the showrunner. Cool. And um, uh, yeah, it's really awesome. Um, the bunch of the a couple cast members from it are in it. Hmm. And, um, and then a friend of mine got cast, uh, got cast, uh, got hired as a writer on it. So Eva oh. Anderson. So, uh, if she ever gets a break, I'd love, I wanted to have her on the show cause she just wrapped up, uh, you're the worst, but then oh. she went straight to this show. So she hasn't had a break, but we'd love to have her on the show. If that interests anybody, um, would you guys be interested in having a working TV writer on the show? I don't know. <laughs> nah, gonna... forget about it. Yeah, snooze, am I right? I don't want to talk to these working people. I'd much rather Mickey talking about going to film school. Yeah, oh, tell me about um, film school. Yeah, it's just, you know, running around, talking about uh, how to write, and what, are, what, a, what is character, and what is drama, and what is comedy, and what is TV, and what is film. I, and what is I appreciate you <laughs> you vamping for me while I answered a, a very important text. You're, um, you're welcome. You're, yes, I uh, wanted to know, like you, as somebody who plays video games, mm-hmm. and and tweet in if you have opinions about this. What um, what is your favorite movie that's been made from a video game? Okay, and what movie would you like to see made from a video game? Ooh, this is a good one. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, there have been some shitty yeah. uh, ones out there. Everything from Super, Mar- Super Mario Brothers say, in I 1993. I like shitty Super Mario oh, Brothers movie. Oh, man. I mean, it is crazy. But yeah. John Leguizamo and, uh, <laughs> and Bob Hoskins playing brothers. Like, I can... I want to know the stories about that and like having Dennis Hopper is Dennis Ho- Hopper is Koopa. King Koopa. Yeah. Oh, jeez. I oh, never actually man. saw it, but you never saw the Super Mario Brothers movie? No, because Marty. I'm a, a grown ass adult who, who watches Malcolm in the Middle. I was busy <laughs> walking, watching Malcolm in the Middle th- saying that Brian guy's going to be going to go somewhere. He's got legs. <laughs> He's going to be a speed walker. I'd imagine somebody in, like in Hollywood you being like, hey, do you want to watch this VHS copy of the Super Mario Brothers movie? And you're like, no, I'm too busy writing this blog post about Brian Cranston. Yeah, and someday blogs are going to be a thing. <laughs> um, this was in 1993. Oh, know, my bad. Yeah, you, you're right. You're right. Excuse me. Uh, were blogs yeah, like, around in the 90s? I don't have any well, concept. I was, I was a pioneer. Blogspot.com. <laughs> you, <were the> <laughs> you 
You were the first. I've got 20 followers. Uh, just like Brian Cranston Love, blogspot.com. Twice as many followers as we have listeners. Uh, Laura Croft, Tomb Raider was a terrible movie. Or was it a terrible movie? Did you think? I. I don't remember enough about it. I dig the Resident Evil movies. Those yes. are fun. All yes, they are by and large fun. Um, I think like the fourth or fifth one is really good. The one with Michelle Rodriguez was. Oh was, yeah, that, that was. was a I really think those five. One. Yeah, when yeah. when they start with everything going backwards, that's yeah. a good. Movie. Yeah, that was a fun one, and she, she's just a great hero. I think that um, what happens to in my mind is that they get so caught up in the rules of the video game that they feel more of a. a uh, an allegiance to the video game than they do to telling a new fresh tale. Yeah. So, um, oh, and then there are all the Uwe Boll movies you yes. know, that he did. Um, you know, the one with Tara Reid and the, the whatever the Haunted House one was. In the Name of the King, the Dragon Siege one. Yeah, with, uh, which Jason is just, that was them. just begging for it. Yeah. Um, yeah. What about the, uh, the Street Fighter movies? Those are classics. But, okay, but is there a good one? Yeah, Resident Evil. We already said. And that garbage Final Fantasy one that was animated. Oh, that just was too creepy. That was too, that was too, too weird. Too, yeah. deep too in uncanny the, valley. Too uncanny in the valley. Yeah, too at the crest of the canny, uncanny valley. Um, I mean, at the dearth of it. At the oh yeah, the, the lowest the, the possible nadir. point. The nadir. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I will say that uh, one thing that doesn't get mentioned a lot is DOA colon dead or alive. I don't think I've. So, yeah. So, DOA was like this crazy fighting game, I think, that went on to, they, they went on to do DOA volley, like beach volleyball. Oh, okay. Yeah. I've it was like of one that. of those Konami games, I think. And it's like all these bodacious, like, like characters all like fighting. And is it the one where it's like bikinis and they have swords and they're fighting like zombies and shit? Or am I, I thinking of another thing? So, I, I don't know, but. That that movie it was awesome. It was <laughs> it was uh, directed by this Hong Kong director. Um, I forget his name. I could look it up, but but like Aaron Eric Roberts played the 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 head bad guy, and it had like Jamie Presley from you know, My Name Is Earl, mm-hmm. who like kicks ass in the movie, and, and like every it's super tongue in cheek, full of cheesecake and yeah. and like all sorts of silly stuff, but. It was like it captured like the the spirit of a a, a video game. It's like yeah. goofy and and silly and and not a good movie by the yeah. way, but 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 a fun movie. No, I think like pretty classically, the problem is always that video games are constructed in a different way and like present their story in a different way than movies do. And because the fans of the games are so rabid, I think people are nervous to skew too much away from what happens in the game and adaptation. Mm. So you know. Did you see Warcraft the movie? I did see Warcraft the movie, and the, that is Zoe Bowie's Warcraft. That was a very boring movie, was it? Because yeah. that's David Bowie's son who directed it. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, he did. He did good movies, and then he did that. He yeah. made. Did he make Moon? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then he made that one about the train. Yeah, with um, um, train job. <laughs> Right. Yeah. Train. train. It's called Train Job with train. Jake Gyllenhaal. Train. Uh, <laughs> He's like he keeps going back in time. It's like uh, it's like the movie with Tom Cruise and uh, Live Die Train Job. Live Die Train Job. <laughs> uh, yeah. So uh, okay. So we we, we oh, you said that they it's the top of the hour and you're listening to the Nooner podcast on the Smondco Internet Radio Network. Perfect. So. You say that it adhe- that these sh- movies adhere too closely to. Oh, now people are tweeting in. Oh, um, sick! Let's get these tweets. Yeah. You turned it away from me, so I can't see. 
Oh, so Kurtzman and Orsi, they wrote for Alias, and that's how they got hooked up with oh. JJ. Um, and then uh, Darren says that there haven't been a, a there has never been a good video game adaptation. Um, certainly no film that has gone above 50% on Rotten Tomatoes, as if that were the arbiter of good taste. Where wow. did What does Rotten Tomatoes say about Mother? Well, I think it gave it a 70? I don't know. I don't remember. A lot of E. A lot of E. Um, and then Tyson says Super Mario Brothers, Resident Evil, okay, and Mortal Kombat. And then yeah. he says DOA was fun. See? DOA was super fun. Uh, the Mortal Kombat movies, I'll, I'll go to bat for those. Okay. <laughs> a little bit. Not like a lot, but have you... I watched the first one. Yeah. The, yeah, I thought it was done well. Yeah, and then like the, the opening is really great. I love like just when hearing the music and seeing the dragon symbol and like there yeah, is yeah. Mortal Kombat. But, anyway. Um, but then recently we've had things like uh, Assassin's Creed, which I couldn't... I didn't even couldn't, watch. Couldn't get through it. Um, it looked... Here's the thing about Assassin's Creed. The story in Assassin's Creed is stupid. Like, don't make me watch a movie about the story in Assassin's Creed because I already know it's dumb. Right. Um, but then you've got... Oh, then there was uh, uh, Prince of Persia, Sands of Time. Oh, which, yeah, which everyone... <laughs> uh, speaking of Gyllenhaal, uh, I, I've seen that. It, it's a guilty pleasure of mine. It's not a good movie, Mm-mm. but it's uh, there's something about... Maybe I just like that Gyllenhaal. You got, you got to get that Jilly. <laughs> get your Jilly on! Get your Jilly on! Um, they're making a sequel to Assassin's Creed. They're making a sequel to Angry Birds. So, oh, man, so, Angry okay, Birds. So this is, uh, you have yet to name one that you would want to see as a movie. Oh, um, okay. Well, we all know Mickey likes his Overwatch. Oh, yeah. Unsurprisingly. Well, and I do think also, like, that game is so, like, what happens in the game is so distant from what the lore of everything is mm-hmm. that I think it could kind of work. Um Let's see. Other things. Look, I would watch... I don't know if I would watch a movie, but i definitely watch like a Kingdom Hearts anime series. Okay. Um, those are the two video games I talk about all the time on here. I'm trying to think of a video game. I don't want you guys to just think I've only played two games ever. Well, you also have played Borderlands, and that's, oh, in, yeah, Borderlands. that's in development with uh, I'm over at Lionsgate. Yeah. I think you... The problem with making a Borderlands movie is that it's already like kind of a Mad Max ripoff, so you would have to... But do... it's more comedic, right? Yeah. But I mean, like, there's not. It, it's not like Mad Max is the most like serious uh, yeah. thing ever made. I guess you know. Yeah. So tweet in if what movie you want to see from uh, from a video game. Undertale uh, would be cool. Though I, I, that's another one. Like the mechanics of it are so crazy. Yeah. Well, it's like it's so a part of what the game is that. Oh right. The mechanics are so part of what the story is. is well, so I think that if you have a movie that's based on that sort of a video game and its mechanics then you have to have characters like what the the jumanji uh reboot is mm-hmm. called whatever it's called jumanji to to manj to shut the fuck up <laughs> I, I i i've been joking for a long time but i'm seriously saying shut wait the fuck up to manji wait to manji is not good i think it's a good joke um to manji colon revenge of the board game uh no it's called jumanji welcome to the jungle oh uh i think i did better and i think i did better all right but see (laughs) what they do is that the characters and this is i've always thought that this would be a great idea is having the characters that they visually they are who they are it's the rock it's karen gillen it's jack black it's um Mm -hmm. uh, uh, uh kevin hart and then but 
their characters are the four teenagers who are playing them. Right. So that's really funny. Yeah, I, I'm actually kind of looking forward to that. Yeah, I mean, I thought it would be really funny to have like, you know, uh, a guy, like a dopey guy, like uh, pick the, the woman because he's like, you know, like, thinks it would be funny to fuck it, you know, just to, yeah. whatever, to stir things up. And then, of course, he gets stuck as the woman. And then that would be, I thought would be funny. Yeah. And then, um, no, it's, it's, yeah, it, it, I think it, that is, a, a, I think it's going to, I'm hoping it will be funny. But that's, I think, if you were going to do an Undertale thing, you would have to have somebody yeah. who had that awareness. Uh, the character had, had an awareness of video game logic. And then, like... Yeah, because, I mean, that so much of what is going on, like, Undertale is also kind of like a game about the concept of video games in a way. So. Right, right. So maybe that wouldn't be such a good maybe, idea. Maybe not. I was just like, what's a cool story what, game? What's a game I've played? Oh, Bioshock would be cool. Oh, yeah. Bioshock. I, if you guys haven't played that, that is just... A, and you, it doesn't have to follow the story, but if right. it just took place in that world... That's with, what I'm saying. Like, those, anything that feels like a really well-developed world that isn't... At a slave to the mechanics and story of the central game, like that could totally work as a movie. Yeah, and then which makes me think that like if you, they've got everything from Gran Turismo to uh, to asteroids to Fruit Ninja in development. Oh, so it's like, what the fuck? I mean, like whatever you can do, whatever you want. I guess asteroids is just going to be like that one movie Armageddon. Is I almost forgot the name of. Uh-huh. Like it'll just be Armageddon two. This time it's asteroids. Um. What was it? The Gran Turismo and what else? Um, uh, Fruit Ninja. Fruit Ninja. Sick. Yeah. How? How? It, right. Who, well, who, if they can turn emojis into a movie, then they can turn to turn Fruit what Ninja. What poor sap is getting the assignment? Well, I guess he's going to get paid a lot of money. Or yeah. Should, pardon me. Yeah. We'll get paid a lot of money to. He'd be like, like, "Fuck you." Yeah. Uh, Last of Us is being uh, okay, developed yeah. as one. But isn't that kind of a movie? Or yeah, I was like, going to say like it's that was cinematic, right? Yeah, that one is basically not a game. So, and that one, and the, what's the one? Heavy Rain or whatever. Yeah, that's also in development. Yeah, I, those are basically just movies already. So it's like the least amount of stuff needs to happen in order to make the movies. But do do you think that it will lose something? Um, no, I don't. I don't necessarily think so. I mean, I think it, again, it there are things in it that require you to interact with the thing but really it's just a bunch of cutscenes for in both cases so you don't really lose out on much in my opinion yeah uh darren says that prince of persia sands of time getting 36 percent makes it the best reviewed video game adaptation so i win on that one all the resident everything wait the resident evils are good movies best reviewed Film critics, watch the Resident Evils. Tell me that they're not good movies. I and will, I will fight you. Then Tyson agrees with you that Kingdom Hearts anime would be great, and mm-hmm. Altered Beast could stand an FX laden adaptation. In fact, Altered Beast is in development. There so you go. there you go. Uh, yeah, I don't know if I would want to see that. I, that game. Well, it, uh, the few less story in a game, the more freedom a writer would have so yeah. like being able to turn centipede which is also in development into a movie sure and i mean like i think even like i think warcraft could have made a good movie i think they made it eight years too late frankly right um but if they had made an actual movie that wasn't just like we have to make sure you get all the things i mean it's basically an adaptation of the first warcraft game but the problem is that that's a video game. And so, like, when you do, like, 
have like they then you go here and you get the mission to get make the guys talk to each other like that works for the game warcraft but being a slave to all of those things happening still in the movie just makes for kind of a boring movie with too many characters and too much plot yeah a simplified warcraft could work uh yeah no absolutely but i think also if you did it like like they're doing with jumanji welcome to the jungle sure then it could uh not to be confused with jumanji or the movie welcome to the jungle oh or the song welcome to the jungle yes i think i think that's what is there a song jumanji um yes there is a song jumanji or the jungle which is just like a place or the the book by sinclair lewis oh yeah Yeah. upton sinclair Sinclair. upton sinclair sorry you're good I got my. Sinclair's. I remembered a thing there. Yeah, you did, English major. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so uh, we have um, here's the the uh, mail sack, mail sack, mail sack, blah, 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 mail sack. <laughs> Ash Williams here. How true is a story about getting rid of dead hookers from Ben Affleck's trailer? Uh, hashtag Weinstein. Uh, having been there myself, right, I can say that. She was just sleepy. Oh, okay. I thought oh, you were going to say 35% true. Yes, it's a 35%, 36% making it the best reviewed... <laughs> true, uh, true hooker story. True hooker story from Ben Affleck's past. Right. I, I, I don't know anything about that. I, I'm, I don't think that he would get away with getting rid of dead hookers, but I'm sure he... I'm not putting it past him that he has employed hookers oh uh, i mean yeah i'm sure you'd be the shocker of the century yeah um and then oh evan said well then Mel- metroid movie that would be really cool oh yeah that would be really good Fuck yeah yeah it would be dope yeah and that that's one where like the mechanics of the game are so simple and yeah that they wouldn't get in the way and it's a fun a light fun sort of character you know you can oh, do a lot of man that, that would be, be so much fun. all right evan you win you win today here's the problem it would they would make it like a gritty evan of roseville thing. what evan of roseville oh yes yeah pardon me uh but here's the thing about the metroid movie they would make it like gritty and i would hate that i would like like you said like a fun like, yeah if they did it the way and this is maybe not the best uh comparison or, or thing to emulate but like speed racer you know mm. like where everything's like hyper real and and crazy yeah that that move that's a movie that doesn't oh that, excuse me i'm losing my microphone uh that's a movie that doesn't all the way work for me but i i, I see what you're getting at yeah yeah like yeah. If, with a real strong like almost uh director like auteur vision right right like think terry gilliam meets um uh, speed racer there you go i think terry gilliam directing a metroid movie is just the craziest thing i've ever heard anyone say i, I would want, love it i want to see it yeah that's, that would be great if he had to do something really like commercial yeah and be like nope nope he's like that, adapt the next marvel movie oh well that's what the the new thor ragnarok movie looks like yeah apparently they the uh Taika, uh, what is his name? Taika Waititi. Mm-hmm. He was just like, we're we're doing a lot of improv. We're throwing away the yeah. the. I'm sure they was within the realm of what was acceptable, obviously. Right. But uh, it looks like a lot of fun. I'm, I have high hopes for that movie because he's such a funny guy. Um, and reviews for it are good. Oh, so are they? The early reviews. Oh, people are saying good, good things. Good. And and then uh, Four Eyes said that um, who's from Salt Lake City, I guess, says The Legend of Zelda would make a good movie. See, I I briefly thought about that one because there is definitely a lot of lore stuff there. 
Zelda Legend of Zelda kind of has the same problem that for instance like a Halo adaptation would have which is that its central character is entirely designed to be played by a player character and is not doesn't really interact with the world like obviously Link doesn't say words he just goes ah which is fine and is great for the game obviously but it would I don't you would have to figure out how to do something with Link and you're already kind of like breaking away from the lore which is I think people would consider it to be a dangerous move just because, you know, it's got such a strong fandom. Right. But I don't know. I mean, it could work. Like, there's a, like I said, there's definitely enough lore fun stuff there. Yeah. Uh, what's that game called? Um, a portal. What about portal? Did you ever play portal? Oh, uh, yep. I portal, uh, portal again is like, it's so married to its like, like even it's like humor is so married to its mechanics to me yeah. that I would struggle to see it. Like, did you ever see Cube, that Canadian movie? Oh, yeah. The, it's kind of uh, like Portal, right? Yeah, sort of. Yeah, with, there's, with there's, there's more similar. decapitations. Yeah, there's more like people getting cut into a million pieces by razor wire or whatever. Yeah, yeah. all right. But yeah, I could I could see it. Um, it's Again, it would depend on a lot of things. Um, God damn it, I just had one and I, I lost my train of thought. We were talking about Zelda, then Portal. Oh well, who knows? We had we almost had somebody visiting today. Almost, uh, it was almost did a near miss. Yes, uh, it was a female, um, and she understandably got scared off when we started talking about video games. Right. She's so like, oh. she was actually at the door, and she's like, and they did the <laughs> no, thank you, ooh, ooh piss. <laughs> uh, no, she was in traffic court, and her case still hasn't been called yet. Bummer. But I did want to talk about uh traffic court traffic court no traffic court radio well we like because we've had uh all these allegations come out and and that whole thing with Alyssa Mon- milano um pushing the yes um the me too oh yeah uh the hashtag it's been really uh a positive thing as horrifying as all these uh these reports are of, of women and men uh, being sexually abused, um, whether it's in the entertainment business or not. And uh, it, it's, it's good. I think this is a positive step and it's, uh, it sucks that we have to air like everybody's dirty laundry for this to happen. Right. But what I think it does is it, uh, it destigmatizes talking about these things. Yeah. So then, when people say I was too scared to come forward, well, then they see the thousands of people who have come forward now, yeah, and they it all of a sudden is not. Hopefully, the the goal is that it doesn't require as much uh, strength and and resolve to do it, mm-hmm. and the, and fear of reprisal and, and fear of stigmatization. Mm-hmm. So uh, that is something that good that has come out of it, and uh, I do want to just say that like it's not just um in, in Hollywood and it's in every uh every place where there's a power dynamic yeah and no it's it's i it's it's definitely a uh i think again you sort of know based on statistics the number of people that are affected by uh but this sort of thing but like seeing it in you know in your social media is is a powerful experience and it's it, yeah, and it it obviously I I I definitely hear the like it sucks that 
we're sort of like fetishizing this terrible experience, but it's, uh, I think we're talking about sex and, yeah. and that comes with fetishization. I mean, there's plenty mm. of, of pornography that's based on workplace harassment. Right. And, uh, and, and, but that's, you know, that is fantasy and that, we do, I'm okay with that. So long as you keep those things right. apart and then you recognize the difference. Uh, I, I meant more like the taking this like the taking the misery that these people like have felt or whatever and making it into like a fetish object of like being like that's a thing to, I don't know there's a weird thing going on there for me I think okay, go on um it just feels and like I'm very I don't know I'm this isn't a fully fleshed out thought that I'm introducing I suppose no, but, no, no, but I well, feel I feel weird for me that I'm like going through and and liking all of the the me too's and being like I I think yeah. my problem is that is me like that I am sort of feel like I'm celebrating that this has happened to these people when in fact I want to feel more I think just that ambiguity of social media communication yeah. has been weird for me. Uh it's yeah, it it's been weird also I've seen um male friends of mine post things about how they have been uh, either been negligent of people who've come forward or dismissive of people, uh, women and um, what, a friend of mine's a teacher and he had this very long apology saying like, I'm sorry, I, I didn't pay more attention mm. and I didn't take people seriously. And then, and then another person posted how like they used to be like grabby and was feeling very guilty about that. And, mm. And it, so it's yeah, it's very hard to digest all of this. Yeah, and I think, but this is I, I think this is the process. You air out yeah. the dirty laundry, and that's how you you get shit clean. Uh, we there's um in in tech, there's just been so many instances of there's a the startup company called Upload VR where they had a, a separate room where they would have like people would have sex and they would talk about sex all the time and and they would treat the woman very poorly there there was uh, um also there's a whole like rash of YouTubers have who have been oh yeah uh they and, and you as somebody who watches lots of YouTubers like they have been preying on like with YouTube there are these people who have like million people followings and then they they recruit young female fans and then they get them into compromising situations. There. Right. And they are getting, or they have been called out over the past few years. Uh, and it's, uh, it, it happens everywhere. And I, I'm, this is, a, a, I'm just looking forward to, to, well, all the, now we're going to be in a situation of, there's so much, stuff out there we have to, to sort of deal with yeah. with the aftermath of, of all this stuff and i think also one another good thing about this experience is it sort of i and again this is maybe me looking at it from a selfish perspective but like it kind of takes away the political aspect of this conversation that i feel like has always kind of lurked in the background like people politicize the issue of should we listen to victims of sexual assault uh, and things like that like we were just talking about the whole title nine situation right, right um and i think this sort of is like well all of these women like doesn't matter their political affiliations like they have all had this experience right or for fox news to come out and like say like why hasn't hillary clinton said anything about harvey uh harvey weinstein mm -hmm. and 
uh, I keep wanting to say Harvey Firestein. Can you imagine that? <laughs> uh, I'm not a sexual predator. <laughs> um, the and meanwhile, Fox had three people leave their staff. You know, Roger yeah. Ailes and and uh, Greg. What, what's his name? Uh, Eric Bowling and um, and Bill O'Reilly, mm. and they protected those guys for years and paid off. And like for them to, it, it is political because they're yeah. just doing it because Hillary. Clinton is right. You took some money from Harvey Weinstein, um, but I I think then we well here's an interesting thing that I want to talk about. Um, so for you, how are you are you going to proceed any differently as uh, like in light of all this stuff coming out? Um, I mean, not per I. I suppose not per se. I mean, I always hope to be as good of a person in general, especially with regards to the stuff as far as like listening and everything goes as I can. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would hope to continue to do that. And I think this is just a strong reminder for me that that is an important thing to do and, you know, to always be respectful to everyone in my life and not, you know. So in The Guardian, they posted uh, an article that says, hey, uh, men. You want to treat women better? Here's a list to start with. Oh, here we go. And I wanted to have a woman here to, to go through this, but uh, if any women or anyone listening, I, it's not a woman or men thing, please tweet in or email us since our email bag didn't... Uh, maybe the pod hasn't been dropping. I don't know. Um, hey, men, what are you planning to do better? Uh, because you need to do better. Mm-hmm. Here are ideas on how you should treat women better. Wow, that's a lot of betters in there. Um, <laughs> Number one, don't don't criticize their verbal parallelism. <laughs> I, I, I don't know if this was written by. Yeah. I, I, uh, no. Okay, talk to your. Uh, yeah, uh, don't masturbate in front of another woman, even if there's a potted plant conveniently located there. Oh wow! No, no, that that is not one of them. Oh, um, okay. that, 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 I was like, I was like, wow, we're just gonna get rid of that. Doesn't need to be said. Uh, in fact, I don't know if a lot of these. Well, some of these things. Are, the, the other thing is like obvious things. I guess need to be said. Yeah, I, I, I think there's no harm in saying it. Yeah, just because you know. Uh, talk to your friend who is kind of a creep at work. Mm. Hey. How can you be more like a creep at work? Hey, hey, my, Mickey. No, we should, what do you, I guess you're supposed to talk them out of the Yeah, you be like, okay. hey. Okay. Uh, don't talk over women. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, I, I agree with that. Um, I mean, shouldn't that be don't talk over anyone? Well, but I think the, the because the more pervasive problem is women being shut out of conversations. Shut up. <laughs> okay. You don't know what you're talking about. You're out of your <laughs> element. Uh, Donnie. Uh, if you are asked to be on a panel slash team and see that it's all men, say something. Maybe even refuse the spot. Hmm. Uh, okay. Yeah. I, I think. Yeah, I think that that's that. That is. Uh, well, I don't think you should say something if just by uh, it, uh, in reflex as a reflex. Mm-hmm. I mean, you you need to reflect on is this panel slash team a good representation of the task at hand. I would say even um, be like ready with like, Hey, you know who would be awesome on this panel would be my friend. Who's not a dude. Right. And then be like, you know, if it's, if it's but, like an industry or whatever, I don't, and as long I don't as, know what panels happen. But I think yeah. that as long as the, the, 
whatever everyone needs to be qualified right on yeah that team. oh yeah okay uh when you see another guy talk over a woman say hey she was saying something mm. all right yeah. okay I, uh here's here's the one i like uh learn to read a fucking room and that that's what mm. you that's goes by what you were saying listen mm. and and i think that the goal should be is to where there's a gender parity or, or where there's, there's just an understanding in your brain that like you, wh- whatever the gender is, you just treat that person the same. Yeah. And that's the ultimate goal. So, uh, but then you also need to learn the, and that's part of learning to read the fucking room. Yeah, totally. Um, and that, that's the goal. And I don't think you can say that because there is, you can't just say that like all, all lives matter. That's right. that's what essentially what I'm saying. But I'm saying that that is the ultimate goal. But to get to that goal, you have to say, you know, uh, women's lives, work lives matter. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, it's hard for me because I I've just been in a situation where I've always worked with other women, and it's never been an, an issue. And uh, so, and I've always actually had like, or often had w- women bosses. So it's not been like a, I've never had. Yeah, uh, it's not been an issue, but no, yeah, but it's you know just always being conscious of it. I think is yes, yeah. Don't call women crazy in a professional setting. Hmm. Yeah, sure. Um, don't that, that goes yeah for yes. Don't 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 use the word crazy in a professional setting. Hmm. Um, don't use your quote unquote feminism as a way to get women to trust you. Show us in your day to day life, not in your self congratulatory social media wholeheartedly agree yeah see that's kind of what i was getting at with like no, my problem with right. the thing is, yeah is i like, totally get it yeah. now yeah yeah i i didn't want to be like look at me i'm i'm liking all the things and think that that was enough, you were doing the thing yeah. like i was like yeah. this isn't a, i don't feel like i'm doing anything yeah for like a brief moment i was like what should i tweet i'm mm. like no i don't yeah exactly. and then your words came into my head just listen yeah um oh that's that's nice i'm glad that i, I i'm living in your head do oh, I often fuck. rhyme things in there? Oh, no. Oh. <laughs> you need to eternal sunshine on my brain. No, it's too Nikki. late. I'm already in there. Don't touch women you don't know. And honestly, ask yourself why you feel the need to touch women in general. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's what I'm good at because I hate touching and yeah. being touched. Yes, so don't very touch good me at either. Yeah. Don't touch Mickey either. Don't touch Mickey yeah. and Mickey won't touch you. Let me trust, tr- trust me when I say that there's no need to touch Mickey in general. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Do you need to feel that any woman woman on earth owes you something? She doesn't. Even if you're like, hmm, but what about basic respect? Ask yourself if you've shown her the same. What if she owes you money? What if you like, I lent you 20 bucks the other day for lunch. Well, that's my 20 bucks. I think, or you could be like, no, I don't know. (laughs) I was going to try to make a joke, but... Uh, don't send pictures of your penis unless she just asked for them. No, don't send your, don't take pictures of your penis. Nobody wants to see your penis. I think it's like generally a good rule. Like never. Yeah. And you know, except that a penis is not necessarily an aesthetically pleasing thing to look at. Right. I like, you know, um, women don't send me pictures of your vagina. I don't want to see your pictures of your vagina. Unless, but you know, I, I don't think I've never been on like a dating website and it's like, man, I'm just getting so many vagina pics again. All these vagina pics. Right. Well, because yeah. not something I, I don't. I don't know why. I think sending it is a, a way of getting a woman to see your junk is a, 
is a power play, don't you think? I I, I guess. I don't know. W- women uh, who are listening, do you ever get turned on by a dick pic? It seems unlikely. Yeah. Unless yeah. it's, I mean, you know, and, and some some might. I don't know. Uh, if a woman says no to a date, don't ask her again. And I don't know if this means uh, on a, that, that's yeah. not just a workplace thing. That's a life thing. I think you have to be really careful who you ask out on a date at in a workplace. Oh, sure. But in general, if, yeah, if a woman says no to a date, don't ask her again. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, definitely workplace, be super conscious of it because you don't want to be in the midst of a weird power dynamic thing. Like if you're someone superior or whatever. Yeah, yeah, definitely not. And yeah, I'm trying to think if I've ever asked a woman out twice. I don't think so. Because they all said yes the first time. Right? right? Woo! Woo! That was a great high five. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, No, I've been... uh, No. Yeah. I think think my ego is so crushed the times I've been... uh, The one time... No, the mm-hmm. many times I've been turned down that I just didn't have the self-esteem to yeah. ask again. Also, because they said no. <laughs> right, yeah. It's, yeah, I think... But it was very yeah. soul-crushing. Absolutely. Uh, or often. Yeah. It sucks to be told no, and like, but at the same time, there, I think there's this idea that like persistence is key that's still like pervasive in the culture, and I think like, yeah. hey, don't, don't do that. Yeah. Just don't. Don't be a Lloyd Dobler. Yeah. I don't know. Say that. anything? He, oh. Because he gets rejected and then he parks in front of her yeah. house when then playing Peter Gabriel and she's right. like, oh. Exactly. Oh, he's stalking me. Yeah. Oh, dad, open the door. I have a pen for him. <laughs> um, if a woman has not given an enthusiastic yes to sex, back the hell off. Okay, that's a gimme. Uh, if a woman is really if a woman is really drunk, she yes. cannot consent to you, and she cannot consent to your buddy who seems to be trying something. Your buddy is your responsibility to say something and intervene. Absolutely, there you go. Good. Yeah, that desperation, yeah. anger. Well, that was on, on me reading into it. Um, if you do the right thing, don't expect praise or payment or a pat on the back or even a thank you from that woman. Right. Congratulations, you were baseline decent. I think that gets into what you were saying. There is also, uh, there's an episode of Thundercats at the end of it where uh, the Thundercats help out uh, a local population on the planet that they're marooned on. Mm -hmm. And Lion-O is disappointed that they didn't say thank you. And Panthro says, well, would you do it for thanks? And Lion-O says, no, I did it because it was the right thing to do. And then that's the end of the episode. But you know what? We could all learn something from the Thundercats. Well, I think every episode you could always learn something from exactly. them. You know? But in this particular case. Well, Thundercats are go. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's Thunderbirds. No. Mm-hmm. Thundercats is Thunder, 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 Thundercats. Oh, I thought, I thought he would... Thundercats are... Oh, I guess it's his Thundercats. Thunder yeah. Oh. Chitara? Yep, Chitara. Uh, And what's the little gloopy thing? Uh, uh, Snarf. Snarf. Okay. It's a gloopy. Yeah. Um, Snarf. Involve women in your creative projects, then let them have equal part in them. I I think that's... Yeah, and I think uh, for me, like as a... I, again, not necessarily like holding myself up as like a paragon or anything, but like one thing I do try to do it to all creative people is like when they ask for help I, I give it and then when they don't ask for help i shut the fuck up <laughs> so yeah that's a not everyone wants your help right that's a good one that's yeah. a good one yeah i mean i will always open the door for whoever is behind yeah. me and if have, has anyone been like i could have had it myself you know whatever has anyone 
giving you th- mm. that sort of sass. No, no one's ever. But like, I, I think the, I, the good, the rule of thumb uh, in writers' rooms and in, in life for me is you, the two pitch rule. Like, you pitch it once, and if they're like, eh, maybe not, and then you pitch it again, and they're still like, eh, maybe not. That's it. Never like it. Kind of like the asking on a date rule, except that one's only one. That's only one. Yeah, pit, comedy's different. Comedy yeah. can comedy. Re- you get repetition. The yeah. Repetition sometimes <laughs> works. The rule of three is in comedy. Well, rule of two in this case. Yeah, the rule rule of two of pitching. Yeah. Uh, don't make misogynistic jokes. Sure. There you go. Yeah, just make racist ones. <laughs> uh, don't expect women to be nice or cute, and don't get upset when they aren't those things. Yep. Oh, you be Mickey. You be. So much nicer if you would just like smile. Just smile. Oh, don't smile. Oh my god. This is the most <laughs> that's the most terrific thing I've ever seen. Um don't make assumptions about a woman's intelligence, capabilities or desires uh based on how she dresses. Mm-hmm. Or how Mickey dresses. Yep. Um, because I'm slutting it up right now. Oh wait, I shouldn't have said that. No, you're <laughs> slobbing it up. I'm sorry, everyone. That was bad. No, you're that's I, I would expect that from someone dressed like you. <laughs> Uh, jeez, like with your Astros yep. hat. Hey, we're we're up two to one on the Yankees. <laughs> me, 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 me. Hey, baseball's important. Wait, uh huh. Wait, the the Astros are playing the Yankees. You mm-hmm. said oh, in the AL Championship Series right oh. now. I always thought Houston was a National League team. They were until a few years ago. Oh, interesting story. We were okay. The- moving on. <laughs> Pay women as much as uh, you pay men, sure, for uh, added on to that for the same work. Sure, know? sure. Um, if a woman tells you that you fucked up and you feel like shit, don't put it on that woman to make you feel better. Apologize without qualification and then go away. Well, that's, yeah. I, but, um, yeah, I think that, I don't know if that's a sexist thing or just, just people in general being insecure and wanting to be defensive. Yeah. Just don't be defensive if you fuck up. Uh, don't punish women for witnessing your vulnerability. Um, I had something in my eye, Mickey. Leave me alone. I don't. Oh, oh, I see. Yeah, I didn't understand that one for a second, but then that you made me realize what it meant. Yeah. Uh, don't get defensive when you get called out. Oh, that goes back to the one up. If you get fucked up, if you yep. if you if you get fucked up and fuck up and you feel like shit, just go. Oops, I'm sorry. I'm dumb sometimes. And do better. Don't need to necessarily witness a man being horrible in order to believe that he's horrible. Trust and believe women um, and then verify when you can. Trust and verify. There you go. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you're, um, you are, oh wait, Steve says that there's a short that came out a few years ago that's pretty good of uh, Portal. Okay. Oh, there you I'll, go. I'll look that oh, up. Oh yeah, I've heard of that. Okay. I, yeah, it's just let's let's. I still feel the thing I said about the mechanics. I don't know if you could really get a feature out of it. Okay, we're almost done here, guys. Oh, um, um, yeah. I think that you have to, you have to, uh, you are guilty or innocent until proven guilty. But that doesn't mean the accuser is lying or wrong and shouldn't yeah. be believed. It, that's what I said last week. I'm not a court of law. Like if somebody comes up to me and says, Hey, that person, you know, stabbed right. me. I'm right. not going to be like, well, let's get all the evidence. Like, right, I'm just right. going to be like, no, no, Oh, no. you probably. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Cause you're bleeding all over my desk. Yeah, Cause you're bleeding. And that person's holding a knife covered yeah. in blood, but didn't see it. So who knows if it really happened? Yeah, exactly. Uh, don't use your power to get women's attention, company, sex, etc. I think that's should be like number one. Yeah. Um, Kind of connects to what we were talking about, the YouTube thing, though. Like, it's just, Uh, it's, you know, don't use your popularity on a social media platform in order to uh, 
curry sexual favors from your fans. Right. Right. Exactly. Uh, now, what what about the? How do you feel about sex work? Um, I mean, because that's you using power, money to get mm-hmm. a woman's sexual, uh, a woman's attention slash company slash sex. Right. I think that there are bad things about sex work that usually sex workers are the ones that get blamed for. When in fact, I think the problem is not them. If that makes sense. Well, I th- yes, and I think that in that this particular equation of sex work, that there's an expectation that the person is using power and mm. to get what they want and the sex worker being the uh the one it's a business transaction so yeah. they agree to it yeah and yeah. it's not necessarily a, and in a, a in a consensual sex work thing i think that's probably okay. i i i would guess that that's fine if someone made like a compelling ethical argument that it's not maybe no. but and the, unless um but again, like I think most of our approach is also to trying to cut, like, for instance, there was a law introduced in my home state, um, I think a couple years ago, that basically was like, hey, we're like cracking down on sex workers. And it's like, well, you're punishing people that aren't necessarily oh, right. in control of yeah, no, the absolutely. situation that they're in. And uh, yeah, yeah. And if they are, like, why shouldn't they have control over their own body? Sure. Uh, but uh, unless you're... Uh, ben Affleck, every, um, sex workers, beware Ben Affleck. Don't let, don't yep. go into his trailer. You're just going to end up in a dumpster. Yep. Well, clearly, that's that's uh, what we've. That's one of the things we're thirty seven percent on that. I think. Yes. Oh, it's gone up. It went All up right. one. It just like the Rotten Tomatoes. Sometimes uh, it fluctuates. Be aware of your inherent power in situations, use it, and use it to protect women, especially via talking to other men. I think you should absolutely use your use your power all in in any situation mm. to protect those with less power than you. Sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, stop thinking that you're also marginalized or a survivor uh, or a survivor that you cannot inflict pain, pain or oppress women. Sure. Yeah. Uh, if women's pain makes you feel pain, don't prize your pain above hers or make, uh, or make that pain her problem. Let's unpack that one. Yeah. Wait, say that one again. I, that was a lot of words. If, Women's pain makes you feel pain, mm-hmm. so make you feel pain for the women who've been oppressed. Right. Don't prize your pain above hers and mm-hmm. say like, "Oh, I, I couldn't, I, I just can't deal with it." It's just you know, mm-hmm. or make that pain her problem, your yeah. pain her problem. Yeah, yeah, totally. I totally agree with that. That's why I was hesitant to say the thing I said earlier because I didn't want to necessarily be like this shouldn't be happening because I, it makes me feel bad about what I'm doing. But I did feel like saying it wouldn't necessarily convey that maybe it did i don't know i'm trying to be better um yes oh that's uh, yeah we're never going to be perfect and Mm -hmm. we always need to strive to be better uh don't read this list and think that most of these things don't apply to you Mm -hmm. and that there we go i mean yeah these when i said that some of these are obvious like i guess uh, like but i still need to hear them you know i think it's it's always good to be reminded because like then you'll find yourself in a situation that maybe you thought you just have been conditioned to think is, you know, wrote, you know, very, it's going the way that you're conditioned to expect it to go. Right. And then you're like, oh, wait, but I read this this list on The Guardian? Guardian, yeah. And, and, and now I know, wait a minute, this applies. Yeah, I think there could be uh, other things that could have been added to this list. I'm not going to say what they might be, but um, maybe just... I don't know. I think you need to surround yourself by uh, uh, have 
make friends, make women friends.、Mm-hmm. I think that is a really good thing because then、uh, the more women that you have in around you, the less you feel like they're an other.、Mm-hmm. You know, does that make sense? Sure, yeah, totally.、Um, and you know, you have lots of sisters. I have was have two older sisters, and you know, my mom was a big influence in my life. So. It's not weird to me, but like the Mike Pence's of the world, who won't be in the same room with a woman because they they are afraid what might happen, you、mm-hmm. know, with without his wife there. Like that's fucked up. Like that means that you don't treat, you don't think of women as equal. Is that a thing that he said? Yeah. God, he's so stupid. I fucking hate him. Yeah, he's the worst.、Uh, Jane said that、um, some of these are good. Some like talk to the creepy dude is very vague or open to interpretation. Yeah, yeah. Talk to the creepy dude. I, I don't know if you needed to open with that one. Yeah, I mean, I think it's you know, tell people not to be shitty. In general, is good advice, which I guess is what it's getting at. But again, that's still vague. Yeah, and I mean, have you ever had like、uh, felt like sexual tension in a workplace, like in, in a positive way? You know? Oh, like have I ever felt like myself and a coworker were attracted、yeah. to each other? Yeah, sure. Yeah, that's yeah. happened. And that's should you be? Able, I mean, that's that gets back to reading the room and knowing、yeah. like what you're doing and and like and then also just keeping it out of the office place. But you can there's still room for for fun.、Mm. I mean, I don't think that like you can you can have normal human interactions with people without being assaulty or harassing. Right. right. But at the same time, like for instance, well, I, never mind. I actually can't talk about what I was about to talk about. Never mind.、Um, it was a workplace thing when I was a superior somewhere. So anyway, oh well, you can use it without names, right?、Um, I guess so.、Um, yeah. We had when I was working at the movie theater, we had an employee who he was a little bit older than the rest of the、uh, the rest of our staff, and he sort of thought it was like his playground. Like he would just go around and have. Conversations with people that were very obviously uncomfortable, and was he was a person that was very obviously not reading the room,、uh, for instance, if you want to use that term.、Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I think like when that's the case, you know, if if you are that person, you need to realize that you are making people uncomfortable, and you should focus instead on if I were in that person's shoes, like would I want to be having this conversation with me? Right, like. If you're a person that makes people uncomfortable in that way, you should instead focus on making people feel comfortable whenever they are around you. Right. Because, and also, like, frankly, that will get you probably more the results you apparently desire anyway. Yeah. So. Yeah. And was that person fired then? That person was like fired. Yeah. Yeah. For 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 a different reason, actually, for uh, uh, probably related smarting off to a female、oh. superior. Oh, there you go. So, well, that's not. Unrelated, yeah,、right? yeah, yeah, exactly.、Um, yeah, so, but、uh, that doesn't mean you can't. Yeah, you can. You can interact in a way that's that's uh, uh, where you're aware of what what. Yeah, what, I, you're you're without being grabby and and creepy, and don't be the creepy guy. And then yeah, and also know like if you do, for instance, do something like ask out a coworker, except that you are doing something that is、uh, fairly. An- Could be construed as fairly inappropriate, and if they say no, just accept that. So, when Woody Allen said、uh, he was saying that,、um, or any professional environment, I suppose. Sorry, continue.、Uh, he said he felt sad about the Hollywood landscape,、um, and that he felt、uh, sad for、um, for Harvey Weinstein. That、uh, and 
that he was a, for being a sad, sick man. Mm-hmm. And then he said that he wanted to avoid a witch hunt atmosphere. Uh, you also don't want it to lead to a witch hunt atmosphere, a Salem atmosphere, where every guy in an office who winks at a woman is suddenly having to call a lawyer to defend himself. And so again, we get to the point of don't do that. <laughs> and then you don't need to fucking call a lawyer. Yeah. Like, d- yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, yeah. I just, I don't know. And maybe it's the time that I was not raised in the time period of Woody Allen. But like, if someone was like winking and flirting with all of the the people in their workplace, it would be inappropriate. Like, and you would be able to be like, hey, don't do that. I mean, he's just a creepy old man. Like, who thinks that that, that is somehow innocent? And like, you know, that's like cat calling. Oh, yeah. well, it's just words. Eh, free country, right? Yeah. It's like, no, you don't, you don't do that. Yeah. And like, I, I mean, yes, I've, I've, there are a couple times when I, outside of work, I've, I've had uh, uh, relationships with, with people that, women that I've worked with, people. Mm-hmm. And then, but that was a welcome flirtation when we would flirt with each other in the office, right? Yeah. But it wasn't with a random person. It wasn't with anyone under me. It was with... Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I guess I'm just trying to figure out what, where, like, just, like, yeah, just don't wink at people in, in the office. I never winked at anybody before. Actually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, just don't wink. Just Winking don't is wink. a bad human behavior. Yeah. It's just, it's weird and old-timey and creepy. And, <laughs> and, and also, I can't do it. So, if I can't do it, you can't do it. Right. Okay. Stop it. Hey, Marty. Stop it. Now I'm, you're <laughs> wink harassing me. Um, all right. Well, I think that is a really, um, th- we had a very interesting time today. Uh, we covered a lot of topics. We did. We went from everything from video games to harassment to wildfires. And and we also talked about how I have a flat tire, the real tragedy of the day. Oh, yes. The, a flat tra- tire a is... A flat tragedy. A flat tragedy. A flagedy. Mm-hmm. Uh, next week will be a very different week, a very different oh. episode, people, because we will have an, a, a returning guest, a, a returning merp oh. at, at the table. Um see what did she say she said uh i thought it was going to be because we were recording in space uh and we'll be recording in space we'll be on the vomit comet and, nice um uh, let's see i can keep coming every week because school stopped working with my writing and acting schedule which which means i'm back baby Woo. that would be cassandra cardenas Woo. that's at cass cardenas if you want to tweet a welcome to her i know she would love to hear from people yeah she's, she's been, very yeah, excited to come back. Yeah, so that that is exciting. Uh, maybe the midge will come someday too. Um, but one the, of these days, man. One, one of these days, he can get in his little toy car and drive. His little That's toy the thing self. is, sometimes it's so hard to find him when I gotta wake up early in the morning and come. You know, you know he's like hiding in one of my shoes. He likes to sleep in those. <laughs> yeah, it's like when you, you're camping and you have to check your shoes for scorpions. All right, I have to home dump out my shoe for mid for midges. Uh, guys, thank you so much for listening to the show. Uh, please send in your emails. That's noonerpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, we didn't get any entries of people who, who filled, did the, um, the, the project that we, uh, I assigned last week, which was the, um, the Brian Eno thing. Oh yeah. yeah I, did I you for- do that? I forgot about that. Okay. That, that would be, what's it called? The obscure, uh, shit. Now I'm just I'm, <laughs> I'm the problem. Oh, I had another uh, thought of another good video game that would make a good movie. 
the Batman video games. Have you uh-huh. ever heard of this character, Batman? I think they should put him in a movie. I think that would be pretty cool. Um, do you, okay. I, see, when we ended it, we <laughs> should have just ended. It's called Oblique Strategies. <laughs> if you do a web search for Oblique Strategies, you just fill, uh, you just press a button in and it will give you uh, a, a l- short little phrase um, that will hopefully spur some sort of uh, a creative thing that would mm-hmm. uh, allow you to write 100 words or whatever you want that can be read uh, in a very brief way online. So uh, if you can do that, that'd be great. We didn't get any tattoo stories either, so that would be really good. Just oh, wait. Who, what was the tattoo thing? Just to send a, either a positive uh, tattoo story or a tattoo horror story or something interesting. Uh, like I, one of your tattoos came to life and ate your family. That would be a tattoo horror story. Okay. I, I, I have the knobs <laughs> right in front of me. I don't know why I don't turn them. You know what would uh, be another good video game oh, into a movie? Shit. Lord of the Rings. You know, they got all those Lord of the Rings games. Yeah, yeah. You know, the Shadow of One. Uh, they make good a, movies. Uh, uh, the uh, Hobbit. Yeah, that would be good too. A, a, a Lego. Oh, yeah, the Lego games. Yeah. Uh, Star Wars. Wars yeah. Oh, nice. Go. No, don't. No, 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 no. Don't. No, high five. Get the fuck out of here, guys. <laughs> all right. I'm not. I'm. I'm after this. I'm going to be hiding so you can't find me and I'm going to bury Mickey in the yard so you won't be able to see him. So no pl- no plug for you. Aww. And uh, we will have some tattoo stories next week because Cassandra has a couple. Yeah. And I have a tattoo story even though I don't have any. Well, we'll save it for next week then, yep. won't we? All right, guys. We'll save it. Uh, we will see you next Tuesday. Bye. Hip that fuck. Hip that fuck. Hip that fuck. has been a production of Smodco Internet Radio.